You are listening to Grit and Grace, where I'm sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you and bringing stories to you of the most amazing women that are crushing it in business and in life. My name is Tomberly, and I'm a social impact entrepreneur, where I help businesses grow their community impact and their bottom line through their partnerships with nonprofit organizations. I'm also the founder of Tomberly's Tribe, a brand new group of female experts that from all different fields are helping women grow to their highest level of potential. Join us on this journey by downloading the Himalaya app, which is free, and follow us so we can keep you up to date on all of the new shows that are coming out. Welcome to my show. We are still at the Biz Life Con, and I'm having the most amazing conversation with women who are over 40 and 50 and are crushing it in business and in life, which is what we talk about on this show, which is amazing women doing amazing things. And this guest today is no less than absolutely awesome. Her name is Cindy Robles, and she's a dance fitness specialist turned podcaster, which I'm so excited to talk to a fellow podcaster and author in the making. And through her podcast, which is called Guests in Your Life, she talks about how people ebb and flow out of your life and lessons learned along the way. One of the things that I find really interesting about your your topic and your podcast is that I feel like at the age that we are, which is women, we're both between 45 and 50, mm-hmm. is that there have been a significant amount of changes that happen in the relationships in our life in this stage of our life. And I think it's a natural weeding out process that can take place. Yes. And um, I'm, I'm just excited to hear on, you know, what is your, how, how you talk about that on your podcast and what that means to you. Because I, I, I personally think this has been a big part of A, my entrepreneurial journey, um, B, my journey as a solo parent, and C, my journey into like being a single like woman that yes. can um, build, forge new relationships however I want. <laughs> exactly. Right? I, I, I get it. I get it. You know, Guess in your life is very special to me. It's the pause in our lives. Um, I was in hotel operations. I decided to change my career. I became a dance fitness instructor. Okay, what ages? Give me some oh idea of context goodness. here. Well, I started um, my hospitality career right after college. <laughs> right after college. It was, sorry. It was great. <laughs> It's for, wait, I'm just going to interrupt you. And for those of you that are listening, there's two really interesting things that are going on. If, if you can hear, there is a background of amazing women that are here with us. And here's what's just happened. They've started serving wine. And the fact that they're serving wine means that the volume in the room is going to get louder, which means you're going to hear it. So I'm just preparing you, those that are listening, we'll blame it on the wine. Be Go aware. Ahead. Go ahead. So Guess in Your Life started as me changing my life. And part of the changes was letting go. And letting go could be ideas. People, relationships, it could be anything. And I pause on these ideas and I talk about them and I hope they resonate with our culture. So that's one of the reasons why I started it. It, I needed to learn how to let go personally. So I'll talk about things like fear, ambition. I have an episode about the children of Vietnam. It's um, being a child of Vietnam, letting go of those ideas. It's guests. Guests can be anything. It's very metaphoric. So why letting go? Why do you need to let go? I think life is a bunch of phases. You go through a journey of phases. I mean, we're calling this second act. So in the first act, we learn so much. You know, we learn about who we are. We're starting to learn how to navigate. In the second act, things start moving and shaking. 
Yeah, like even your teeth. True. I'm not <laughs> this, even kidding you. This is true. I mean, this is physically in your case moving in your teeth, but no, it's moving and shaking. Yeah. And I get these fun little metaphors through my friends, my guests. They say these things to me as I'm journeying, as I'm on this journey of learning about myself. And there's things I needed to let go of. I needed to let go of habits, and they that they don't have to be part of the vice squad. You know, alcohol, drinking, whatever you consider a, a bad vice. A dr- that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about letting go of preconceived ideas that I even have about myself, being more confident. So leaving that young girl behind is a guest. And I held on to her for a very long time. So when you have that conversation, are you just having that conversation with yourself? Like it's a solo show where you're discussing this or are you bringing somebody else on to talk to you about it? I bring, I bring people on in the beginning of, the po- of my podcast. You'll see episodes with people. But we're also um, in the process of creating a really fabulous episode called Integrity and Money. Oh. And that's where you're going to see a lot of guests speaking on this topic of letting go of certain ideas, whether it's materialistic, whatever it is. Or even our value. Yeah. I mean, because as, as business owners, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, we are part of Second Act, right? This is the conference that they have, one yes. of the conferences they have called BizLifeCon. And I think that... One of the things that's really unique is that most of the women here are either in business for themselves or are a part of a business venture or have reached a stage in their career where they're progressing and growing. And a big part of taking that next step up is really acknowledging your worth. Yes. And that comes a lot of time that comes down to money. Uh, Absolutely. You know, you learn how to ask for it and not be afraid of it. You know, and that's something that I'm learning. And as I'm progressing, like in early days, I would not ask. I didn't know my worth. I didn't have a lot of self-love. And that's something that I've been teaching myself and I'm seeking that information. So let's go back to the question of why. Why did I create the podcast? Well, why letting go? I want to I want to talk a little more about that. Why? I think it's healthy to let go. Okay. I mean, why should we let go? Because nothing lasts forever. Things change. And I think we all need to change with I know we need to change with it. Our times are changing. Look at the world we live in now. It's very different from the 80s. It is skyrocketed. Look at us. We're on a podcast right now. I know. In the middle this of is a crazy. Microsoft headquarters in Denver, Colorado, at a conference full of women, over 40 and 50, that are rocking their businesses. It's an amazing room. This, this the is energy an amazing is vibrant. Time. Yeah, this it's is crazy. an amazing time. Yeah. So I had to let go of a lot of things. I had to let go of fear. I had to let go of my, my perceptions of what I thought ambition was. Letting go of ideas. Letting, I had to let go of people and that were in a space that they didn't need to be in. And I love them, but they need to be out of the space. Guess in your life, is, is, it, you're just moving. You're moving and there's so many topics to be discussed, whether it's your health, whether it's relationships, whether it's divorce, whether it's an accident. These are all guests and you have to let them go. Some things don't last forever. We need to keep moving. Okay. But let's just say, um, I mean, you don't have to let them go. Um, the truth is you could, you could not, and you could stay in a place of not living with peace and joy. You could suffer. And, and, um, and, and I'm not advocating for that. I'm just acknowledging that letting go is a choice, that you are choosing to let go to grow. You're no, choosing to let go to seek peace and joy. And I think that um, it's one of the things that I find often sometimes difficult in the space that I work in is seeing that change is possible for some people and they don't choose it. So I'm just acknowledging that you don't have to let it go if you don't want to be happy. 
That's sure, fair. Sure. Sure. I wasn't sure where you were going to go I like know, that. You're like, you want to stay in a rut? Go right ahead. Don't like, let go. Yeah, no, I'm like, yeah, you, no. you've got, if, if you, you don't have to, but if you don't know that there's a cost. Yes. Yeah. There, there's always a repercussion. Yeah. The con- I love that. The consequences of everything. So for me personally, I needed to let go of certain things. Why did guests happen? Yeah. Why did you decide to share it publicly? What you needed to let go of? Because I wanted people to know that it's okay. That you don't have to, don't be afraid to let go. I was um, dealing with a lot of things in my personal life. I was dealing with um, the passing of my grandmother, who was like my mother. And I didn't want to let her go. And she really, um, I mean, that grief was very difficult. And that's a guest. I learned that grieving is a guest in my life. It stays for a little while. I can have it linger for as long as I want. But just like we just said, if I don't let it go in a certain way... It's not going to allow me personally to progress. It's going to hold me down. So I didn't want certain things, whether it be, again, your relationships, um, things that are happening, your health. I don't, I'm letting it go in the most positive way, the most healthy way so that you can continue on your journey. I mean, there's so much going on. I want to, I want the third act. So in order for me to achieve that, there's a, it's a process, and with sharing and with talking with people. And a lot of my ideas that I, I talk about are ideas that people bring to me that they want to talk about. So it's adding to the culture. Yeah, I like that a lot. And thank you for sharing that because I think that being willing to take your own personal struggles and growth and take it publicly yes. is a part of the process um, to fully, fully let go. I mean, I obviously can relate. You know, I started the show... Um, in my own growth process in my company, being an entrepreneur. And I talked a lot in my initial shows about, you know, how difficult it was for me to really acknowledge that becoming an entrepreneur at my age meant a complete shift in my life in so many ways. And not everybody understood that shift and not everybody was along for that new stage in my life. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the hardest part for me was no. being able to, and, and not just let, let the, not let, and I didn't want to say that I let the friendships go, but I was comfortable loving them from afar. Yes. Letting the closeness go. Yes. Letting it change. That's what you're talking about. And being okay with that. And I, I mean, I really can, you know, acknowledge that that is not easy because, you know, it feels like a loss, even if it's not because you're growing. And when you're growing, not everybody's going to grow with you. No. And that's where dance fitness, you know, aside from having guests in your life, here I am at the top of my career. I'm an operations manager. I'm working for a major hotel group. I'm interfacing with the people we see on TV, very, very luxury. Everything you can poss- one might possibly want, and I didn't want it. I, I just didn't love it as much as I thought I would love it. So when people were telling me, you're at the top of your game. What are you doing? You're going to do what? Did you say dance fitness? Did you watch an infomercial on TV? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I did. That's right. I did. That's and you know right. what? It, it propelled me that me taking that chance of letting go of a career that I wasn't happy in and getting involved in dance fitness has, has, I teach at public schools. I teach children with down syndrome. I'm in a place where I never thought I would be in and I make pretty good money doing it. Did it happen overnight? No, it didn't happen overnight. I had to humble up. I would run into some of the CEOs that I worked for and they just would shake their head. Like we can't believe you did this. You left. I'm like, yes, I did. And I'm so happy. You want to take my class? So you kind of, you know, the journey could be long. It's just really about how long you want to make it mentally, physically, you know, if you can. 
and I want to enjoy it. So now that I'm in another phase of my life and I left hotel operations and hospitality and doing the podcast, doing dance fitness, I've met so many guests in my life and I want to talk about them. I want to talk about what they're going through. I hope it resonates in the culture of life and and move. So you're basically, you gave up your corporate job to change lives. I sure did. I sure did. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I don't regret it. That's Some, pretty you know, amazing. There's every once in a while when I see a pair of shoes I want, but I was never that girl. Yeah. You know, and, and it gets back to the point of, and I just spoke to another wonderful woman. How much do you need? How much do you want? And what are you willing to do to get it? And some of the things that I, I know what I'm not willing to do to get certain things. So you have to make personal choices. Yeah, I like to say that, um, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a, I teach Krav Maga, so I teach self-defense. And it was one of the things that was, you know, it was a passion part of me. It wasn't necessarily a part of my ability to sustain my family. Right. And it's something that I had to start doing a lot less of because my time became more limited. And yes. I say that big dreams require big sacrifice. Yes. And I knew that I was, you know, my company was over here building and growing and my podcast was over here building and growing. And then I started a second podcast and I did a 2.5, another half podcast. And yet my business was still growing. And so I have constantly had to evaluate where is my time being spent and everything that you're saying is so, so important for entrepreneurs to hear because what are you willing to let go to grow? Yeah. Or what are you willing to let go to have love or to um, be the kind of parent that you want to be or grow a business or, you know, whatever it might be, there is always something that you get to choose between. And unfortunately, that is just the case. There's well, We have 24 hours in a day. I right. think that that's the other part of that's the other part of what I feel like you really must focus on is that there is only 24 hours in a day. Right. I mean, we're in a, we're in a very interesting time, especially with technology and, and being able to have a platform to be an entrepreneur. We didn't have this 10 years ago, and now mm. we do. And it's, um, it's a great place to be in. You know, the world is full of a lot of change, and we... A lot of change. We have... I've, I personally know I have to start letting go of a lot of things because of change. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to leave anybody behind. So I'll talk about these things on the podcast. You know, I'll talk about guests and how we can change together and grow, let go in the most healthy way. And yeah. that's all. So tell me about dance fitness. So what is that? And where is it located? I teach in San Francisco. I thought I'm so. Brooklyn all day. So I say I'm Brooklyn all day because I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I, I mean, and I, I won't let that go. I was just saying, I wouldn't, I couldn't tell. That was, that's a surprise. But I go won't ahead. let it go. I used to be ashamed of it because of the, the, the words people, really? I felt like an alien. People would say, say coffee, say chocolate. I'm like, I don't don't want to do that. And I would try to change it. Chocolate. Like I would try to say it differently. You know, chocolate. so chocolate. But now it's just like, no, so dance fitness, I've always loved to dance. It's always been something I've done. As a, I used to be a college cheerleader, you know, not like the ones you see flipping and all that, but a lot of fun, a lot of fitness in my life. And when I got into hotel operations, I stopped doing all of that. And I just felt like, why did I do that? I started focusing on the business. And then when I finally got back to myself, you know, and I needed that grunt work. I needed to do that stuff. But when I, when I was able to get to a point where I could do it myself, then I changed my career. Yeah. And what kind of dance? Oh my gosh. It's, it's all the rhythms. It's, it's merengue, bachata, cumbia, American, country. I love rhythms. I, I, I teach people how to hear music so they can dance to music. Oh my gosh. I love it I so much. I have a much. woman 
who um, I, she just certified herself for Zumba Fitness, and she has Down syndrome. She's 22 years old. There's a lot of platforms now that we didn't think we would ever have access to in fitness. And? And now we do. And now we do. So, um, so dance fitness has been a great um, game changer for me. Yeah. It has, I've met people... Now I'm meeting people on a, on a different level. For his restaurant, and it was like, come, and it, it, it was great, but now it's, it's more personal. It's yeah. very personal. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a, a physiology change when you dance. So you, you are, cre- you are, you, this is your gift. This is who you are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was about to say that's what people tell me, but you know what? <gasps> oh, this is my gift. This is your gift. Woman, own that. I almost swore, own that shit. Oh, <laughs> I just shit. said, own that shit. That's <laughs> You know, and not being, and, and this is where, like, as uh, being 47 years old, I never wanted to tell people that. People were like, you look 30. You look, and now I'm like, no, I'm 47 because I want people to know you can be 47 and be healthy and change your career yeah. and, and thrive. You can thrive. And, there, and there's a whole group of people, even you right now that I'm talking to, that, that's helping us thrive and what we're adding we're not alone, and now yeah. we're able to share. It's true. I, I think part of the bias you're talking about, too, as we age, is that how many generations have been focusing on the beauty being of youth, right? They see that, that beauty is, is the, the face of youth, which, unfortunately, is how the major marketing, all the marketing yes. is done, is based upon models and the look of youth, which is shameful. It's and, very shameful. And, and I, I, I believe that we should be showing beauty in all shapes, sizes, and forms because it's not just about the youth. And, you know, we have, we have voices that we can use to bring these messages forward because you're right, we're not alone. There are lots of us no, we're not. doing this amazing work. And I believe it's changing. I do believe yeah. it's changing. Yeah. I believe um, we're not there yet. You know, I believe we'll be there when we make the same amount of money. <laughs> yeah. When we have the same salary, then I know that we've, as far as women, we're there. You yeah. know, so I think we have a long way to go, but I see us making strides with, with Me Too, with, with um, this group here. I mean, but before, women wouldn't talk, or some people, not all women, no blanket statements, they wouldn't share their ideas. And why do you think that is? I mean, we talk about this a lot on this podcast, and so I ask that question because I think all of us have a unique view as to why women don't. Why we haven't necessarily stayed at the table. That's, what I, that's my description for saying, use our voice, take the step forward, be confident in, in, in owning who we are, right? Because we are a, a little, we, not a little, we are a part of the issue with where women face today because we don't stay at the table. Right. Why? Why do you think that is? I think it could be so many things. It could, but the first thing that think, I think about is upbringing. Yes. Culture. This is America. Yeah. So there's a melting pot of generations and generations of generations from all over the world here. And I think that does come into play. Yeah, you know, for where sure. Even yeah. like I know women and that have their degrees, but culturally they need to stay home and be wives and, and nurture their children. And there's nothing wrong oh, with that. Oh, no, absolutely Nothing not. at all. But things have changed now where we're talking about how we really feel about it. It's isolating. It's lonely. There's not a lot of stuff. And women were scared to say that. So how are we going to be helped? Who was going to yeah. come if we were saying, oh, everything's fine? Because it was almost shameful to say, this is hard. You know, I'm, I'm home. And, and well, I gave up my career. And this doesn't feel leveled out. And, but we were told, culturally, some, 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 not all, that you better stay quiet. And that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. But we know we're de- we can do more. We know we could do more. 
Yeah. And we were stifled. You know, and you say were as in like your childhood. Did you think? Are you talking women as a whole? Women as a whole. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a Latin woman. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to take away from any of my La women sisters. I mean, you know, I find that we can be really hard on each other as well. You know, yeah. and I, 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 I hope it changes. I yeah. hope it changes because we need each other. Yeah. You know, and what one's not willing to do, someone else is, and I hope we we. Tr try to change that together and work together because we all, this is our time. This is our time yeah. to share stories to, and no disrespect to men, but they've been doing this for a long time. You know, the, being, being a feminist today is not about disrespecting men. It's about supporting women. Yeah. And, and there's, it's not, it's not one or the other. It's both. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's the point. Right. And I, I think that what you're saying is absolutely correct. Our generation can make some changes, but we're also setting the stage for the next generation, right? Because think of the cycles of how many generations create these biases in us. So yes. how many generations is it going to take to break those biases? Yes. You know, like I, I was saying that I come from a Latin culture. Yeah. And I love my Latin culture. That yeah. I'm Brooklyn all day, Boricua, Puerto Rican. Yay! I love it. But I'm an American woman, too. And that yeah. does not take away from my Puerto Rican culture. But I, I'm a... I'm a mishmash. I'm a big buffet of everything. And I want, to, I want women to feel good about that and understand it, you know, and respect each other. You know, I, you might not have to agree with me. Just, just respect. Just respect. Just be cool. You know, just be cool. Yeah. Because we're all so very different yeah. and wonderful. And I think the moment that we do something really kind for another woman and we help them in their journey, however it might be, even one person, we've then empowered them to help another person, to help another woman. This is how we do it, right? We do one, one impact at a time. Like one person listens to the show and feels something. You know, you and I have done something that is Im truly impactful. That woman is going to do it for somebody else. Yes. Well, it's funny. There's a woman here who's not in her second act. She's in her first Interesting. And I, I have caught her, her in the bathroom, by the way. Okay. So what are you, you doing here? What, what creams and lotions here? are you using? Right. You're not 40. <laughs> but what I found fascinating about her was she was willing to be in a room to learn. Yeah. And we and a lot of us gravitated to her to help her. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. wait a minute. What are you doing here? We're glad you're here. Yeah. Because you know what? We need them. We need the younger generation yeah. of women. They think we don't, but we do. We're not done yet. We're not. We're baking oh, in the no. oven for a we're, long but time. We, we all need each other. Actually, there's a place for all of us. And, and so when the workplace changes and, and they, you're hearing the words millennial and this and that, and like there are species. We're yeah. different. We're ageless. Ageless is a good hashtag because there's a variety of women or in this age group, out of the age group, and we all have something to offer. I'll give you the backstory. You tell me the news story. Yeah. You know? And then we grew, we grow and we blossom. And hopefully we all are I love getting that. at what we need. Say, okay, say that again. I'll give you the backstory. I'll give, I'll give you the backstory and you tell me. The news story the or news whatever. The news story. Yeah. You know, because we're forgetting the backstory. Why didn't we do things certain ways? And there's a new creative idea out there. We're going to tell you why we did it this way. Now you tell us why it should be done this way. And now let's make it happen. Yeah. Just respecting each other and, you know, respecting each other's journey. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, and, you know, it's called being humble. Yeah. <laughs> and having some integrity, you know. And you can be humble and confident at the same Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that, to me, is the definition of the release of our ego. Yeah, I mean, I have 
a lot of things. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't believe people should be brutally honest. Why should you be brutally honest? Well, why does anything need to be, be brutal? brutal? You know, like really reframing the way we why even do we use, use that words. Word? Why can't we just be lovingly honest? I don't even know if I like badass, but a lot of people like it. You know, I, I I'm, you know, there's like uh. new phrases. Oh, you're so badass or da da da. You know, whatever makes you feel good. I think I'm cool. You know what I mean? I think I I'm, like that. I'm You're right so on. funny. You know, I mean, I'd like to do a lot of pe- positive metaphors. Like what? Give us some. Give us your favorite positive metaphors. Oh my God, you put me on the spot. I totally just put her on the spot. Let's hear it. Uh, okay, describe Barbara oh in my a gosh. positive metaphor. I'm going to start giving you some people. Oh, Barbara is, she's a, um, I, you know what? I can't. Lupa is the quiet storm. She's the quiet storm. Yes. Barbara's I, fire. Barbara's fire. I would say that Barbara's the, she is the, um, she's the path paver. Yes. Yeah. See, you know, you, I mean, and, and I, I like quiet storm because she's behind the scenes, but she can roar. Yeah. You know, I like, I like an array of personalities on, on, on the table. Have you ever done an Enneagram test? No, what is that? Okay. I'm going to send you Are you going to do it right now? No. What is that? <laughs> I know you're burning sage up in here. <laughs> of course I'm burning sage. I'm like, where's my lavender? I mean, this is really, we, have just, we just have to tell people this is funny that there's this corner where we're podcasting <laughs> and clearly we're in a very public area because it's loud. Um, but whenever it's time to podcast, I just burn my sage in a circle and I I'm see like, everybody um... in the room. They're like, <laughs> what's that? What's, who's burning something? And I, I just smile. <laughs> you're about to be interviewed. <laughs> you're about, about to be interviewed. interviewed. Come I'm going to put down you my on chair. I'm going to talk to you really quickly. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, fun. so fun. So, yeah, I, I do think that you have a really positive message to bring Thank forward. You, and I, I really I like that you are using body movement as a way to change people's lives because I, as someone who's lost parts of her body and still has a functioning body and love the fact and appreciate my vessel so much Yes, um, that you using movement as a way to like heal people oh. and empower them, I think is beautiful. So thank you for what oh, you're thank doing. Thank you. I mean, people, some people come up to me and say, I do not know how to dance. And I just find that to be the funniest untrue thing. Like, no, they don't think they know how to dance. Like they see on TV. Right. Yes. Like, what, who are you aiming for? You know, move your head, bop it. That's a movement. That's it. And you're changing. We have to change our physiology. You know, if you just stay in one place and don't move. Yeah. And, and sometimes I don't want to hear lyrics. I don't want to hear anybody's sad song. Yeah. I want some, I don't know, Stan Getz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, some miles or something. It's whatever music can do for you. It's a healing method. It's a healing mechanism. And once you start moving... It's an amazing experience. So you teach these classes primarily in San Francisco. I do. And I've traveled out a little bit. I've gone to Germany. I, I'm an energy provider. I like I like connecting people. Yeah. I like to open up the room. Cause, and even here, I'm, I would tell the guests that would come in, and if you don't feel comfortable and you're feeling a little out of place, come back to the front. We'll take care of you. Because sometimes people don't navigate the way others do. Yeah. You know, it's not about hand-holding. It's about supporting. Yes. Um, okay, so when are you going to be in Colorado next? Maybe we'll put a little meet-up together and ah, invite... You invite me. You invite me. I love Colorado. Okay. In I'm the summer. Have you Just back. kidding. <laughs> That's okay. We don't mind no. a ski no, season. No, no, I love Breckenridge. I've been there. It's beautiful. Now, why do you think Colorado and think Breckenridge? I thought the Who people lived there. I was like, <laughs> the Who people are here. I'm from Brooklyn. I was like, where are the Who Oh, this is so a beautiful funny. place. Colorado yeah, is awesome. Denver is amazing. Well, I would love to have you back and put together a class. And yes. actually, maybe the next time I do a live podcast event we where should. we interview, Let's we move. can raise some energy and do some movement. Let's right? move. That Let's sounds move. amazing. So tell people how they can find the dance fitness part of what you do. What you can do is um, if you belong to the YMCA it, or LA Fitness City Sports, please come in. 
um, in San Francisco. Wonderful. I don't think thousands of you would come, but you could be my guest. Wonderful. And um, ask for Cindy, and you can come to a YMCA and try out the class. Very community-driven. I do it. privates as well. Wonderful. I do parties. It's, it's great fun. Please look me up, even and, if you don't know. And tell people how they can find your podcast. Oh, you just... Put in Google guests in your life and Spotify. It'll, Spotify will come up. Apple has it. And it'll, it'll bring you right to the podcast. And I'll put those links in the Please show do. notes. Um, how, do you have any social media people can follow? I do. I have Instagram, Cindy Lee Robles, R-O-B-L-E-S, and also Facebook. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being thank willing you. to spend great. some time with me and for coming to this conference. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing with your grace. You're amazing. <laughs> yeah. And our grace. Thank you. Okay, so, grace. okay, so here I have a question for Tell you. Me. I often ask my guests this question, and I didn't to anybody today, so this is special just for you. What is your percentage of grit and grace? What is, what is your percentage of grit versus grace? How much of oh. you is, is gritty? How oh, much of you is graceful? 30% grit. 70% grace. You yes. know what? That is really beautiful because I primarily sit at 75% grit, probably 25% grace. Yeah. So I really go. like that about you. Thank you. Amazing. Thank well, you. thank you for being on the show. And for oh, those of you that I'm, are I listening. I love to hear you. Keep doing it. Keep well, doing it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I will, t I will take your advice and keep doing it. And do thank it. you. Thank you for being here thank you for and what sharing you do to your the message. And listen, those of you that are listening, thank you for being, thank you for being a part of the show when we're in the midst of a conference and whatever app or platform you're listening to this on, please leave us a rating and review and we will be back soon. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, my name is Les Conley, and as producer of this show, I enjoy listening right along with you. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app and follow Grit and Grace so that we can keep you up to date on all the exciting shows coming your way. Please check the show notes for links to our guests and feel free to contact us for more information. Taver Lee is a social impact entrepreneur, and she can be found at taverlee.com. That's T-A-H-V-E-R-L-E-E.com. We know your time is extremely valuable and we appreciate you spending it with us. Thank you.